Hi, it's Denise from Women Beyond a Certain Age. And I'm Diane Worthington, the other part of that duo from Women Beyond a Certain Age. So today, Diane and I thought we would talk about Mother's Day. Mothers come with a big bag of issues. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good way to say it. No, but I think uh, we all have mothers, if we're lucky. Yes, exactly. Everybody has a mother. Okay. It's complicated. It's complicated. Now, I personally, my sister was just visiting me, so I would said this to Diane and Cindy. My sister and I, my sister's three years older, we remember my mother differently. That's interesting. It's very interesting. And my sister doesn't remember as much love as I do, because my sister and my mother didn't fight, but they weren't as much alike. Do you see what I'm saying? Whereas I was more like my mother. So I just got her and she got me. You know, it didn't mean that we didn't fight. We did fight or we get angry at each other, but we just got each other. So we didn't stay angry at each other Mm -hmm. for very long. Mm -hmm. And our relationship was pretty wonderful, actually. My sister, I, it's interesting to me. Sometimes she says, I just didn't have that with mom. But from my position as the youngest, I know how much my mother loved her. So I constantly kept trying to remind her of things that my mother did for her that were out of pure love. And I I, I don't know, you know, we all have our own interpretation of things. That's what happens in life. That's it. And every relationship with each person and their mom is different. Exactly. And And some are fortunate and have incredibly close relationships. In my case, we, I was one of four And my mom was, you know, very kind of overwhelmed. But when it was important, I would get her attention, you know, and I would feel that connection. But my older sister, actually, I feel was much closer to my mom. It's really interesting how each one is very different. So for on Mother's Day, I still, I spend a lot of time thinking about my mother because she, you know, she's in my brain. She's in my heart. Yeah. But when she was alive, I just, if we were talking about, we had a couple of tips for people. I, for presents or what you're going to serve or what you want to do. I will start with this one. I think Cindy's tip was this. She takes her mom out to wherever she wants to go for Mother's Day, breakfast, lunch, or dinner, but she does it the day before. So you miss all that chaos, which is brilliant. Yeah. I love that one. For me, when people have said, oh, I never know what to get my mother. She has everything. My mother had everything. My mother was a shopper. (laughs) <laughs> she was a shopper supreme. Oh, my, my, our moms would have. Oh, God. Oh. Are you kidding? My mother had, you know, five stars. <laughs> she was a five-star shopper. Five-star shopper. But she would never spend money. The only thing, she had a lovely home, and she had beautiful jewelry, and my father bought her the mink coat. All the things that in her generation were totally a status symbol of success. Okay? Right. She made no bones about it. She used to say, I, I grew up poor, and when Daddy brought home that mink coat for me in the velvet box with the big ribbon, oh. she said, I knew that I had made it. So that was huge to her. The cutest part was, is it was a beautiful coat. And then we'd be going anywhere. She was just taking me to the, 
did the tennis court or anything, she'd say, just a minute, i got to get my coat. So my <laughs> mother wore that coat because she'd say, in case someone sees me. And when I look yeah. back, it wasn't being pretentious. It wasn't being silly. It just meant so much to her. When I look back now, I, I just realized from where she came from, to have that beautiful coat was a big deal to her. But you know, Denise. And it was sweet. And it was, you know, she Very sweet. It. Very sweet. But that was the generation. That's right. I mean, if you didn't have a mink coat, I always remember... Christmas in Connecticut when Barbara Stanwyck, <gasps> it's one of my favorite movies. Yes. It's interesting because she was a, um, a woman living on her own, but she has to pretend she's yes. married with a kid. The first thing that happens is this big box comes to her apartment house that she's pretend, where she's pretending uh, that she's this you know housewife. And it's a box of a mink coat, and she bought it herself, which I thought was so interesting. Of course. Usually... It was always that your husband would buy that's you right. a mink coat. But right. that's a very sweet story about your mom. And, you know, I personally, I understand furs because if you've been around people that still wear fur, and I'm just saying it is gorgeous when you see someone in this, you know, in a white fox yeah. uh, stole with an evening gown. Wait, when hold you're on. I'm going to go in the closet and get my mother's exactly. mink jacket because I can't wear I it anywhere. could be wearing it right now, <laughs> Diane. <laughs> But I'll tell you one thing, and this was the only time, because I, you know, but I did have, I had a fox jacket in the 80s, because I love the nightlife, Diane. (laughs) That was Denise. But, and it went so well with the disco dress that was cut to my navel, so I had to kind of keep warm somehow. But here was the thing. I'm in a studio once. Sharon Stone is in a studio next door, but we were in New York. And she was doing, it was a big studio, so there's several photographers working in different bays. Right. She came in, and I would say it had to have been a $250,000 sable coat. Oh, a sable coat. And I'm going to tell you something. It looked like exactly what you think a two hundred fifty. dollars I mean, it was yeah. like, you just wanted to yeah. wear it. You wanted to sleep in it. You yeah. wanted to. And then she was being photographed, and then a little assistant whispered in her ear, and I believe the scuttlebutt was, she had just said she'd be a spokesperson for PETA. So <laughs> that the sable coat had to go bye-bye. Now, I'm going to tell you something. If I had not been, I was eyeing that coat like a hungry person looking for a hot dog, okay? (laughs) It was the most beautiful thing I ever saw. I wanted to try it on, but since I really didn't know Sharon Stone, I thought she might be slightly offended. Slightly. Especially since I probably smelled like fish or whatever I was making that day. But there's an allure. There was an allure. There was an allure. Now, of course, that's not the case. I mean, I want to wear my mother's mink jacket because then I feel like I'm with my mother. But I, I, you know, I put it on and walk around the house. I know. Because I'm never going to wear, I'm just not going to wear it. No, not in this day and age. Now, my mother, what my mother did ever, never bought herself was expensive perfume. Yeah. She had everything, but she just would say, oh, I can't spend this kind of money. So one year when I'd, I was out of the house by then, but I bought her a, a bottle of joy perfume and I'm not kidding you I think it was the happiest I ever had seen her because she'd always wanted it and I was happy to buy it for and I think in those days that was called the world's most expensive yeah it was but she wanted it that and she had never bought it for herself right that was she couldn't exactly she couldn't and that's a nice story I just remember and then we'd usually go out for lunch and then we'd end up with like hot fudge sundaes at Blum's Oh my God, Blums! Because Blums in San Francisco. Blums in San Francisco. We had Blums on Wilshire and Beverly Drive. Oh, OMG! The Blums hot fudge sundays. If people don't know, this was really a ladies' lunch place. This mm-hmm. was really a tea house. It's and Blums made chocolates and candies, but their hot fudge sundays and their hot. 
butterscotch no. came with what they called the pony or a chaser and on the edge of the plate was extra hot fudge or extra hot butterscotch so as you ate down into the sunday you could replenish oh, the hot fudge what a memory i'm having a, such a moment you know? because they were such, ha- and then also they Blums made the famous caramel crunch cake, right. which is still sold in Japantown in San Francisco, and, and they I sell ha- it here. Uh, you know who sells oh, it no, down who? at uh, the downtown market, the Central Market. You know, Valerie's if you never had that, that would be a wonderful gift to take to a Mother's Day luncheon. The caramel crunch cake, because coffee crunch, coffee, coffee crunch. crunch. Excuse me. Yeah, it's a, it's it's, it's divine. Yeah, it's got. Tiffany actually made one for Cindy and I one day. Now <laughs> remember. I I don't think you mean Tiffany's. No, my Tiffany. When Tiffany the workforce. But here's the thing I need you to know. It was labor intensive. The kid worked from morning till night. Yeah, it's it's definitely. But it was, it's divine. And if you can buy it down at the, I didn't know that. Now I'm going to go down there and find Valerie's Confection, yeah. Okay. And you can do it online. It's worth checking out, everybody. The other thing that I do, and then Diane has some great ideas for some gifts for people. Lots of times, if my mother was busy... Or if we were all busy, we would then just buy beautiful champagne and a gorgeous dessert. And sometimes make the dessert. So I would make some kind of fun, Mm -hmm. festive, you know, dessert. And that would be our Mother's Day. Well, I think it's so personal for everybody. One year I remember when my mom was much older, she loved, my mom was a pianist, a, a classical pianist. And so I got tickets for Tosca to the opera and oh, we went lovely. to spent the entire day. That's kind of a fun gift. It's thinking about what your mom loves, you know, what interests her. What, for your mom, it was that she would never buy herself this fancy Never. Perfume. And that is why that's a gift. In our family, because there were six of us, including my parents, we usually went out to dinner, which I don't know why anybody would ever go out to dinner on Mother's Day. It is Mother's Day, Valentine's Day, and there's another day that are the three worst days of the year to go out for dinner. The truth. I'm just thinking about, just historically, and I'm thinking about now my daughter is giving me gifts every year, and she'll say, what do you want? And I'll say, honey, I I just want to spend the day with you. That's all I care about. What do I need? Nada. I don't want no, any more. No. You know, I love Joe Malone cologne. So, you know, I've got five bottles. Do not buy me another <laughs> bottle of Joe Malone cologne. So I noticed last year she gave me a fabulous picture from when we were in Hawaii. See. That I thought the picture was hideous of me. But she said, Mom, it doesn't matter what you look like. It was about the moment that we oh. were sitting overlooking the ocean. How? And I thought, you know, that's, that's, that's all you exactly. got. Yeah. So it's nice. So kind of think about what. Who your mom is, that's what I would say. I, I agree. I mean, giving my mother a cookbook would have been the joke of the century. <laughs> my mother would have done anything not to cook. Monday was rump roast. Tuesday was meatloaf. Wednesday was doctor's night out, so we'd go to Lowry's. Thursday was, uh, I don't even know, some kind of disgusting chicken. I mean, it was rough. My mom was, I learned to cook and get into this field. It was truly out of self-defense. Out of desperation. Desperation, exactly. But for those of you who have moms who love to cook, first of all, there's some really nice books that have just come out that we want to share with you. And then we can think about if there's any gadgets that we might want to mention that are fun. Um, Two books that came on my radar and my desk very recently. One is called Where Cooking Begins. And it's such a lovely book. It's by... 
Carol Lolly Music. Her mom was a cookbook editor for, uh, I'm sorry, first of all, I have to back up, Carla Lolly Music. Her mom was Carol Lolly, who was a, a cookbook editor for years with Simon & Schuster. Where Cooking Begins, Uncomplicated Recipes to Make You a Great Cook. It's a beautiful book. It's The photographs are stunning, and it's really about how we are today. You know, things change as with ingredients and new techniques and so forth and so on. And I think that she's put this together so that people who are beginning cooks or want to think about it differently, she has dishes like leeks with potato chips and chives, um, Cute. BLTs with bacon fat fried eggs, quick braised artichokes with spaghetti, frigola, which is like that, uh, it's a grain with clams, corn, and basil pesto. Oh, that sounds uh, delicious. Yeah, really, really kind of straightforward and delicious. Right. And she's using streamlined cooking techniques. So it's really for today's cook, and I would recommend it because it's gorgeous. And it is published by Clarkson Potter. You just got to go, well, you know where to go. Amazon. (laughs) The other book that I just was ecstatic that I received was a book called Wine Country Table. And it's by a colleague of both of ours. Such a wonderful woman. um, Janet Fletcher. She's written about California food for a long time. And the photographs are by Robert Holmes and Sarah Remington. This is kind of a collaboration between the Wine Institute and the author, Janet. And Janet lives in the Napa Valley. Yeah. So it's all the different areas, all the different wine countries. I mean, you've got Mendocino, you've got Sonoma, you've got, you know, every area she chronicles with phenomenal photographs and delicious dishes. I mean, just really made you want to just eat them off the page, you know? Um, Janet has a monthly newsletter that I get. It may be bi-monthly. I'm not sure. She's done it for years, and she always gives you information about cheese. Yes, she's a cheese. She's a cheese head. Yes. And I have to tell you, it's wonderful because she knows so much about cheese, and whenever I, I print it out... Because I usually stick it in my handbag, so if I'm at a good store, I can look for that cheese. Oh, because that's great. Because she knows great. so much about cheese, and it's just, it's a delight. It's a delight well, to read Well, if you're going to give your mom this book, if, if she's interested in wine, yes. and she loves the California feel, yes. this would be the book to give her. But then maybe sign up for this uh, newsletter, too. Yes. So that could be a cute gift. Absolutely. Or just to make her a cheese plate and then give her Janet's book. Even better. Even better. <laughs> now, I have one that I like, one a new book. And this was called Simple Cakes by Odette Williams. And this is 10 Speed, and which is now merged, of course, with Penguin Random House. But this is a darling young woman, has children. She was originally an Australian. She lives in Brooklyn. But she has products that are flower scoops and cookie cutters and aprons for kids. I like the way her book looks. It's just called Simple Cook. Uh, excuse me, Simple Cakes, because I've taught in Sydney, you know, Australia, about four or five times. And, of course, that's the land of Donna Hay. And there's a really – Sydney's a very sophisticated city, but Australia has a real style to it. Do you know what I mean? They have a great sense of style, Mm -hmm. Australians. And I love them. And And Donna Hay, you should explain, is a 
She's the Martha Stewart exactly. of Exactly. I'm sorry if you don't a know million that, cookbooks. million cookbooks and nothing but success. Yeah. But this is a beautiful little book, Simple Cake by Odette Williams. And then I have to mention two other books that are on Amazon that have been around for a while, but they're classics. One is Nancy McDermott's Southern Cakes. Oh my so, God, we love Nancy McDermott. And if you've ever... Okay, here's what happened. I know Nancy McDermott. She and I have known each other for years. We're really at our best long after a big dinner and a big fancy dinner and too much Mm -hmm. wine. And we go someplace in a pub and have a cold beer and look at each other and go, that was a night. (laughs) (laughs) She's wonderful, but she's written many books. Yes. Southern Cakes, I'm just going to say it. Her coconut cake in Southern Cakes is the best coconut cake in the whole world. Don't fight me on this. Just accept it. So here's the deal. Make the coconut cake with the book. It's so divine. If your mom loves coconut cake. Thank you. Okay. And then one of her dearest friends, and I'm lucky to call her my friend, also is Jill O'Connor, who wrote a book recently called I Love Cake, which is beautiful by Chronicle. And, but... I, my, one, of Jill's, one of my favorite books by Jill is called Sticky, Chewy, Messy, Gooey. Cute, and cute title. So cute. Also by Chronicle, but I'll tell you why. If you don't have time to do a cake, or yeah. a cake seems beyond you for whatever, there are just lots of, oh God, there's truffles, there's shortbread bars, there's easy cake pops, there's easy recipes in here, and I made and one. And they work. And they work. Yeah. This is about both those women um, and Janet Fletcher, and also, and I'm sure the ones that Diane just mentioned, these are tried and true, try and true, you know, recipe writers and cookbook authors. Yeah. So, but any either Nancy or Jill, if you go on Amazon, they've got a slew of books, and I think to make any of a dessert out of one of those books and then bring it to your mama and give them the book is a wonderful present, isn't it? I think it's a fabulous gift. Fabulous. That would be gift. just plain fun. Yeah, and if. They're not into baking. Just bring them the book. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and just bring them the cake. Or no. the cake. Yeah. yeah. Or, I think yeah. that's too much fun. I yeah. think that sounds wonderful. Yeah. Well, those are some good books. I often get asked, what's your favorite pan? Yes. And I have to say that my favorite pan is something called a saucier. S-A-U-C-I-E-R. That's in French. Yes. And it's a rounded, it's a saucepan. Yes, it is. But it's not a saucepan like we have. It's got, it's the rounded, rounded, it's like a half dome. Yes. And I use that for everything. I make lemon curd out of it. I reheat soup. I I make scrambled eggs, you know, because I love the soft, soft scrambled eggs. It's my favorite pan. I have one from All Clad that I, I just love it, love it. And there's a new um, brand called Heston. And, oh, um, is that from the Heston chef? From Chef Heston from England? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I was just curious. Um, I've seen Heston in books and I didn't know. I was just wondering if it was that young man who's the chef. I don't think so. Okay. I think it was, um, it's... H-E-S-T-A-N, and they do something called oh, no. Nanobond Stainless Steel, and it cooks incredibly. It's very expensive. So uh, the, if you wanted to get your mom, like, the supreme cookware piece. Got it. If she really cooks, that sounds like a winner. Yeah, yeah. The Saucier, people don't think about it that much. They think It's of, because of the rounded edges, and it's what yes. doesn't burn. Yeah, and so, that yeah, well put. You know, that that's why I must love it so much. That's right. And when you use that whisk, it just works better than when it's like... Flat. Like a 90-degree angle. Yes. So I recommend that. 
to give a, a gift like that that's something for the kitchen. Is there anything that you're loving these days? You know, I, well, I'll tell you something. Because I just had the estate sale and sold <laughs> everything, so much stuff, <laughs> and I'm so grateful. But I've been cooking a lot more. Yeah. And I'll tell you something. This sounds really, and I'm not, this is not a commission, but I have to tell you. You know, I hung all the copper pots I've always had. Right. I Some I cook with. Some I just hung because I always wanted to have a kitchen that I could hang my copper pots. Right. And then, of course, I'm not using those copper pots as much because... <laughs> I have to polish them. Exactly. But they're gorgeous. But I bought a couple. I have a selection. I have expensive ones, not so expensive. Some I bought in Europe, some that my mother gave me. So I have a real thing. Now, I know this is going to sound silly, but I have to tell you because they're such great pots. Which? Curtis Stone from QVC. And I'm not exaggerating, but here is what they are. I worked with Curtis Stone one night on a satellite media tour. So he has a whole line of stuff on QVC. Now, we know that uh, what chef doesn't. Every chef we know has pots right. and pans. Right. Well, they sent me some. His test kitchen sent me a set. So, And they're red. And this is the thing I love. They're pretty red. They're really fun. Hmm. And they have that what used to be called a silver stone finish. So it's Teflon, but it's got little white specks in it. Yeah. But it doesn't scratch. I mean, it's a harder surface. But it's nonstick. Now, when he gave them to me, I immediately, I said, thank you. Three pieces I use almost every day. But when I, because one of them is a a lovely Dutch oven, but it's not too deep, Diane. So you can still saute in it if you need to, but you can make chili in it. That's a a good size. Yes. And especially now that I'm just cooking for Kenny and I. Well, make the long story short, when he gave them to me, I immediately came back. I said, Cindy, do you want these pots and pans? No, she said, I've got my own. We've gotten so much stuff like that over the years, you guys. You're given through TV shows and promotions. I've had, I got rid of a lot of the Cafalon, the old Cafalon, because it was so heavy. Right. I got rid of my La Crusade, except for one or two beautiful pieces that are really show pieces that were my mom's. But again, it's too heavy for me. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, I get to my new house and I kept this inexpensive, but really nice Curtis Stone. I use it every day. <laughs> Isn't that great to know? And it's not expensive cookware. I know. I mean, go on. I'm sure it's it's not. I don't mean to make it sound inexpensive, but it's no, a but non-stick it's not like and it has a good really. fitting lid with a steam hole. Oh, okay. That sounds but, smart. And I'll tell you what. Yes. And I'll tell you what else. I have all clad that I've had for 30 years and I, I still use it. I love, love my, my all clad. I'm literally 30 years old and once in, once in a while I... You know, I clean it all up, but I I use that all the time. All clads, you spend a lot of money, it seems, but it's really a workhorse. You're going to have those pans for the rest of your life. It it is true. It is absolutely true. But they are pricey. can't remember why, but when I moved from my Ventura house, I had two or three new pieces of all clad. So that means, Cindy, that we got them on some set, and I either hid them from you or... (laughs) Cheated you out of yours. I'm not exactly <laughs> sure. Let's not dwell on that too long. Oh, that's but I had two new pans that were all clad, so I used those. But I always have a nonstick pan, and the reason I like the Curtis Stone is I fry my eggs in a nonstick pan. The piece that's more like a shallow Dutch oven mm-hmm. is kind of wok-shaped, but with a good-fitting lid. God, there's nothing you can't cook in it. Do you know what I mean? And if you put the lid on it, you can steam asparagus or anything in it in just a moment. So yeah, so that's a good tip. You know, it's not I expensive and no it's not... Idea. Oh my God. I think he is now like the number one seller. 
Really? Yes, on QVC. He and has, he's also a very nice guy. He is the nicest guy. Yeah. Very and this nice was, guy. and this is a private, but I, I mean, I don't think he'd mind if I said this. So we're at the satellite media tour, but was he has two little boys, beautiful wife, who's an actress. They live next door to very, very dear friends of mine, which is just a coincidence. Isn't oh. that funny? I know the yeah. world's so small. So he was calling his son. Because we were going to start, it's about 6 o'clock in the morning. But one of his sons was having a birthday that day. So that's why he had to call his son before. And to hear someone say, well, Daddy's working, so that's why I'm not home. But I'll be home and we'll have lunch. Well, Daddy's not cooking. He's kind of cooking. (laughs) It was a satellite media tour. And, of course, we'd made all the food and set out for him. But to hear someone so charming yeah he's you know, he's just a real speaking a real to real. his son it all all that other stuff fades away so but yeah. anyway i i mentioned to you that I, I love his non-stick pants there you go there you go people want to send stuff every no. day i can't stand it anymore but i was trying to think of i happen to love my cuisine art coffee pot because it grinds yes. the coffee for me when i'm asleep Yes. You know, you set that thing, and it's pretty good coffee. I mean, yes. you're not, it's not going to be what you're going to get from a French press or something like you that. You know, but, but I have two French press. I love them, but Diana, they're so messy. Right, and I, I'm not going to get up in the morning so, and make no, French press. I. I mean, I have it. One, I've used more as a prop than anything, but I, yeah. it has a sentimental attachment because yeah. I bought it when I was in France. Right. Now, and I, I'm just, I love it, and it's beautiful. And I will do it if someone's coming over or if it was a Sunday for Mother's right, Day. Right. But, oh, my God, it's messy, isn't it? Yeah. They get messy. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, I think these are some good ideas for you. And I guess the most important thing is whether your mom is still here with you or you're with your daughters or sons or who aunts, uncles, whatever, nephews, nieces, it's about making this day Let's face it, it's a Hallmark holiday. That's, you know, what you have to remember. My mother used to say, every day's Mother's Day. Why is this just the holiday? You don't have to and do you it. you know what? Sometimes when people have not been so blessed and had a different, right. a, di- a, a difficult childhood. Or right. You know what my feeling is? There's someone out there that would like to be your mother. That's what, and there's I, someone out there. Such that, a well put. That's no, just. There are so many people that I have people in my life. I am not a mother. And yet I have lots of young girls that I feel like they're my babies and they're grown and they're smart and they don't need me. But if I can mother them for a day or two, it Isn't feels it good fun? to me. It feels good I to me. I love to do that with all of my daughter's exactly. friends. Exactly. So yeah. sometimes it's not by birth, it's by choice. Yeah. You can love somebody and treat them Without a doubt, lovely. Denise. Well, I'll look forward to hearing how your Mother's Day is with Ye- whatever you're going to be doing. Yes, I think I'm going to treat myself. Now, what closet is your mink, your mother's mink in? <laughs> it's in the front closet here. Cindy, get a big garbage bag. <laughs> We're gonna... Oh, no, nothing, Diane, nothing. Cindy, the biggest garbage bag. It'll be nice quality. Oh, it's very pretty. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, thanks, Diane. Thanks, Cindy. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.